Welcome back to yet another episode of Bros Beard Sports. I'm Mills. I'm Cole. Together that makes us the Beards Bros. So we're going to kick it off right away here, guys. In honor of opening day coming up in the MLB, the two of us are going to give our way too early predictions here for the season. We're doing division winners, Cy Young, and MVP winners. We're not going to get into Rookie of the Year, Gold Glove, all that stuff. Um... We're going to just quick little shout out to my buddy Alex that I work with. He kind of pitched the idea to us, so we're going to give it to him. You know, we're going to, like I said, we're kicking off with division winners. So we'll start, uh, what do you think, Cole? Want to start at the American League or National yeah. League? Uh, let's go American League. American first. League, okay. All right, so uh, I'm going to start, let's start off the East. AL East, okay. The AL East. Very, very competitive uh, division. I, I had some trouble picking, picking the winner, but uh, ended up going Red Sox. Because, yeah. you know, obviously they're the reigning world champs. And they're just loaded. I, I don't have any questions. Yeah, I don't have any questions about them. Yeah. They're no, pretty solid you. everywhere. The Yankees, their rotation, it it makes me question. They've had a mm-hmm. lot of health injuries with all the guys on that staff. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the only, like, solid one that's, you know, not injured is CeCe Sabathia. But he's also, I don't even know how old that dude's got to be, like 60. Ancient, At this yeah. point, he's been there forever. He's been around forever. So I just... I question the uh, the yeah. rotation there for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. I also I really like Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay is going to be a very good team. I just I don't think they're they're at the talent level that either the Yankees. The yeah, Red I Sox think have. looking at Tampa, they're a year or two away from really starting to being able to compete for that division. Um, I think they're going to be really creative with their pitching staff this year because they had a yeah. really weird. They managed it really weird. Yeah, and I believe even Last on their year. current roster, they have only listed three starters. Yeah. Because I think they're going to do that thing where, that they did last year where they have uh, an opener. Um, yeah. So they have somebody pitch the, the first inning of the game for their before their starter. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of go with more of like, yeah, a weird kind of – they have a lot of relievers. They, yeah. they no, use I know. Them. Well, I, It'll be interesting because they're going to do probably something similar again, really creative use of their bullpen yeah. there just because that's just their pitching staff situation. They're loaded at relief pitcher. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I have the same in that order, those first three, and then bottom of the barrel, I got Toronto and Baltimore. Yeah, same. Nothing really notable to say there. Two rebuilding teams that just are yep. unspectacular. Yep. Yeah, um, the top of the division will be interesting. Yeah, though. top of the division between Boston and New York, I think, is going to be the, very interesting. Tampa is going to probably flirt around the wild card spot just because I think those two teams are going to kind of run away with it from them. Yeah. Because I just don't think Tampa's there yet to be, like, competing at their level. Yeah. Next no. we have uh, the AL Central. Yeah. And the, that uh, that is almost the opposite. It's kind of a uh, – I'm going to say it's a crap division. It's I would There's say it's much. the worst division in baseball. Yeah, I would agree. Cleveland benefits from being in this division because mm-hmm. here's here's my here's what I got. I got Cleveland up at the top, number one, pretty obvious, I would assume, for most people. Then I go number two, Minnesota, not saying much. I'm not sitting here like, oh, Minnesota's going to flirt with 90-plus wins. No. No. I would be surprised if they broke 500. Uh-huh. Um, then I got the White Sox, who I predict aren't winning more than 75 games this year. That's, and then, that's a big improvement over last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's just it's still only seventy five wins. Yeah, the, you know you t- you take what you get. They have Eloy coming up. Yeah, so they, I think can, he accounts for exciting. the additional wins. Yeah, um, and then I got Kansas City number four and Detroit number five. 
honestly, I don't think there's much to talk about in this division. It's just it's uncompetitive, not very talented. Yeah, in a couple of years it could be interesting. Yeah, but right now it's if just if a lot of the young talent hits, then yeah, yeah it, it could be interesting. But uh, yeah, I'm I'd, sorry, I had pretty much I had the exact same with the Indians on top, with Minnesota yeah. and Chicago following, and then Kansas and Detroit in the bottom. Yeah, the 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 Indians are pretty much like a wild card team that plays in the worst division, so they're gonna not have to worry about having to play in the wild card game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty much what I, that's what I got to say there. Yep. Um. Going to the AL West, I, I'm going to assume you and I probably have a similar one on this as well. I don't think I think there's less toss-up in the American League just in general. So yeah. a lot of my American League predictions are very similar to what last year looked like, just because I don't see a ton changing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so AL West, I got at the top the Houston Astros. Yeah, I think that's a pretty clear-cut one. Although I could. In my opinion, I can see Oakland flirting with them. Yeah. I do think I, Oakland's on a in for a breakout year, so to speak. Um, then three, four, five, I got Angels, Mariners, Rangers. I really don't think there's much other than Mike Trout in LA, it's kinda just like eh. Yeah. I mean I I, I was a little different than you. I have Houston Winning the division because obviously they're they're loaded and they added the left fielder uh, Michael Brantley to the mm-hmm. to the lineup and then they also have very solid pitching all the yeah. way across the board, so I I very hot on the Astros this year. Um, I don't know, I'm not as hot on Oakland. I feel like Oakland was kind of lucky last year. Okay. I feel like they got away with a lot. Like they had 15 pitchers start. That's true. Uh, for them in the middle of the season. And they won a lot of those games, and mm-hmm. I think that's more like to do with luck than it is to do with them being as good as they are. Okay. I I, I see them and the Angels being very, very close, mm-hmm. and I gave the edge to the Angels because they got Mike Trout, and I'm really hoping Mike Trout has a great year. And then also they have uh, what's it? Ohanti. The, uh, Otani. Otani. Yeah, sorry, Otani. Mm-hmm. And uh, if Otani comes back from the injury and plays most of the season, I think they could be – somewhat exciting yeah I but just, i have i have more faith in them than i do in oakland because oakland's kind of a team that'll be good for one or two years and then all of a sudden they'll be bottom of the barrel again fair enough i just i ha, i don't see enough looking at the angels i mean they've never really done anything no, that I mean, would give me no confidence to pick pitching, them over but oakland will at least have momentum going into this season because of what they did last year yeah. So they're going to have the mindset of let's build on that. I think they – I'm not even going to try and remember how many wins they had. I want to say it was 97, though. Um, um, it was – I could be wrong. 97. They were 97 and 65. That's what's up. What up? Yeah, so Oakland, I think, is going to be able to build off of what they did last year. The Angels didn't really do anything last year. They haven't really done anything in um, previous years either. So – it. It, when I look at it, yeah, you could say those 15 pitchers in those games are luck, but it, at the same time, there's also talent that had to be on the field to make it happen. And That's fair. Yeah, in 162-game seasons, you could definitely consider that to be kind of luck, but I just, I'm going to give more to Oakland only because that I feel like they will have momentum in the mindset of let's build on what we did last year, and that can go a long way, I think, for guys, and just yeah. in sports in general. We'll see. Obviously, we'll see how it all goes. Like I said, these are way too early predictions. So Way too early. Yeah, unfortunately, 
I just don't see I haven't seen anything from the Angels pretty much ever that That's would fair. put any kind of con- instill any kind of confidence with me to pick them. Yeah, I just I just think the Angels are going to be they're usually they're going to be about 85 wins. Yeah. And so I picture them being about 85 wins. I picture Oakland being about 85 wins. Okay. I picture them being pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of went tied up. Uh, fair the enough. Angels because of Trout. That's fair. I guess I just I don't see them as close as that. Yeah. I see Oakland with a decent like five game lead at the end of the season. I, I could see that. But we'll we'll see how it happens. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then after that though, the Mariners pretty much trade away. Yeah, they sold so them. many pieces. Yeah, like, and I'm like, oh, we'll just, yep, they're they're just rebuilding. Throwing pieces out there, you know. And so then I, the Rangers are just bad. Range, yeah, <laughs> Rangers are just bad. Those two, I got Mariners four, Rangers five. It could go either way. I'm not really putting much stock in those two teams, but I am gonna I'm gonna hold strong at Oakland number two in that division. Okay, that's where I'm holding strong, just because I think that's. Well, I guess Boston Red Sox is kind of a toss up, but not really in my opinion. I think Oakland and Angels would probably be the most. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like Sus- susceptible could, to change yeah. or whatever. I think that would be the, the I think that's the hardest to predict is one over, over the other there at least in the American League. And yeah, so I'm going to stand strong. We'll check in at the end of the season. Yeah, where a long way one away. of us will look like a genius or the other one will look oh, like Oh yeah, idiot. one of us is going to look like Or we both look like idiots. Uh, yeah, you know. It's more likely. Well, here's what, what, here's what's going to happen. Watch the Rangers Rangers win the division. This is what's going to make us look like idiots is the Central is going to be the best division <laughs> in the American League. No, that would make you too happy because that would mean the Sox are good. I know. No, Sox, I'm not going The Sox with that. would be good. That would make my day. Happen. Dylan Cease will make his call up to the MLB going from single A. And he'll just turn around the Sox and make them win no, 100 Dylan games. Dylan Cease isn't going to pan out. Shout out to Nicole no, Cyberson. Yeah, She's not going to like hearing that, but just had to, I had to yeah, say it because I feel to. very strongly about the Dylan Cease quote-unquote prospect. Because he's twenty three and still in single A. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's not get me into that. That's not. We're not talking. We're not talking about the White Sox farm system. Let's not get into it. All right. Sorry, I could ramble on and. Sound. But I thought every single one of them was going to hit and be an MVP or you know, Young winner. Son, you'd think with the way that uh, the MLB pipeline goes and all those analysts and everything are suddenly it's like prospects aren't uh, are a. Prospects are a for sure thing now because yeah. that's how I it's always the, the been. The White Sox are going to win the next four World Series once no they call way. the guys up. Yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I I have strong feelings about the whole idea of putting so much faith in a team's prospect pool because it is a coin toss with them. Yeah, It's as unpredictable as yeah. the reason we didn't want to predict Rookie of the Year is because <laughs> – I don't even know who's going to get end up getting called up. Yeah, you have to, like, no idea. That's, it's it. impossible yeah. to predict. I think it's the same thing with prospects. I can toss a coin, and those are pretty much my odds of them being good or bad. In a, yeah, roughly. So, whatever. There, sorry, a little uh, tangent from the well, two of us there. Let's let's get into we'll, the National we'll League. Moving, yeah, National League. Let's start off. Let's start off with the East. So I'll go first. My uh, my my semi bold prediction is. I have the Phillies winning it. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not doing this just based off Harper. I think Harper okay. is a big help. Mm-hmm. But also, they got uh, Jean Seguera. They got Andrew McCutcheon. They got David Robertson. They got JT Romerto. So, like, they have a 
bunch of now depth at like um, infield and outfield, and their outfield solid. So I I like their lineup. Also, they have uh, Nola and Arietta at the top of the uh, pitching staff, which I like. And then they also have three young pitchers behind them who I think have room for improvement and could be even mm-hmm. better um, going into like their second and third years uh, pitching in the MLB. So I think there's a lot of uh, potential with okay. them. I would say I'm making this pick kind of on potential. All right. So it could end up biting me in the butt at the end of the season because yeah. I, I am going on potential, like thinking that, right. that's, that uh, those young pitchers can turn out and do good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next I have the Braves okay, because uh, they get Josh Donaldson and they already have Freddie Freeman. Um, so they're pretty solid. They, their pitching staff is probably the one thing that yeah, their pitching I'm staff on the fence me. with the Braves. Because they have uh, Tehran. Yeah. Right? Tehran. And uh, then Tehran, not much else. however you say it. Yeah. However, yeah. Yeah. But outside of him, they don't really have much yeah, as far as pitching staff. Yeah. So I. Which that's what makes me nervous. I agree with you there. That makes me weary of them, but I'll get into my yep. predictions for this division in a second. And then I had the Nationals at three. Okay. I think losing Harper hurts. They still have a bunch of talent, though. Yeah. They have good pitching, and they still have a decent lineup without mm-hmm. them. Like, so they're pretty solid. But they were in eight. What were they like? Uh, I think they're like 82 and 80. Yeah. Last year, the Phillies were 80 and 82. So yeah. I think Harper switching is a two game makeup right there. Yeah. I think that already Easily. flips it right there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Then I think the Phillies added more than just Harper. Well, so right, right. But I'm saying Harper yeah. alone, losing Harper, and him going to the Phillies of all yep. teams is just kind of like, all right, and that's a flip in the standings already. Yep, yep. And then next I have the Mets. The Mets could have a decent rotation mm-hmm. if they stay healthy. Yeah. That's the question with the Mets rotations. Can they stay healthy? And then, although I, I kind of question their um, their lineup, their mm-hmm. hitters, I don't I don't know how much yeah, they have dude. there. Um, then last is... Uh, I'm going to refer to them as the Yankees farm team, thanks yeah. to Jarek Dieter, who was single-handedly destroying that team. Yeah, the Marlins, for those who don't know, Miami Marlins. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that's a. I think they're pretty much a lock for last place there, the Marlins. Oh, yeah. I think they might uh, – I would say they probably are in contention. They'll probably be, like, the worst record in baseball. Oof. But, uh, Dang, really? Yeah. The Tigers are still up there. I, but the, see, I no, think I the know. Marlins want it more. <laughs> the Marlins are tanking, yeah. whereas the Tigers are like, "Hey, we're not tanking, still, but they, we're also they, not trying to be good." Yeah, the Tigers still have a couple decent. people No, I on know. Them. I'm just messing around because the, the Marlins literally gave up anybody who could hit a ball. Yeah, they're like, "You can hit a ball." No, we don't want you. Yeah, I was just taking a dig at all of our Michigan friends, you know. <laughs> Fair and enough. De- them being so, Detroit fans. So okay, my. Uh, my bottom, th- my bottom three. There's five. My bottom three in the East are the same. Where I, where you and I differ, is I have the Braves winning it over the Phillies. Okay. Um, my big thing is the Braves finished with a ten game lead in the division last year. Yeah. I think Donaldson, and then they have their prospect Acuna, who's gonna. I'm pretty yeah. sure this is gonna be his first full year. Yeah. So, my my big thing is I think those two are enough to kind of buffer. And kind of me, I don't know if the lead's going to be as big as ten games. They'll probably be more of a race for the division in yeah, this, I would think it'd this be year. Closer. But I think they do enough to kind of keep them ahead of the Phillies after Harper and JT Real Muto. Yeah, that's 
my that's just that's where I that's my thing. I know Donaldson's kind of older now, but at, uh, I still think he's an upgrade at what they had. Mm-hmm. And then Acuna, I think, is gonna like many would probably agree, he's probably gonna have hopefully a breakout year. Yeah, you know, this is gonna be a big year for him. So that's just my, that was my thing. That was my thought process there. The pitching, I think, while not spectacular, is gonna be enough. I don't see the Braves really making a run come playoff time. Yeah. But I think they have the pitching that'll still kind of hold them ahead of the Phillies just enough. Yeah. Pitching is the main re- I kind of view like their lineups and right. stuff as very similar. It basically came down to pitching. Yeah. For me. No, I, I agree. I the just, pitching I like the Phillies young pitchers. The pitching does make me a little cautious, but the it was still good enough last year. Mm-hmm. to hold them to the 10-game lead. Yeah. So I think it can still do it again this year. That's fair. I see no reason to differ or to, like, revert from that from that and think that they're going to, like, take a step back, mainly because I don't really – I haven't followed the Braves a ton, so I don't have yeah. much of a reason to say, oh, no, 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 this is what's wrong with all these guys. Yeah, I mean, I just – yeah. I think just the talent that the Phillies added, though, makes up the 10 games. Okay. I will but, agree uh, to disagree on that one. Yeah. I think so. it makes up some games. I don't think it makes up 10. That's my thing. That could be right. Um, so next is NL Central. Yeah, this, this is, is This is I where I'm going to make some people mad. This was this was for me the hardest division to put together, Oh, I, honestly. I agree 100%. This one was the toughest for me to make yep. some decisions on. Yep. Um, so I'll, I'll go through it. So is it going to piss people off? So I had St. Louis winning. Yeah. Yes, I had the Cardinals winning. Sorry again, Nicole. Sorry to yeah, Nicole and all you uh, all you Cubs fans. I picked the Cardinals. Alex is also a uh, Cubs fan, so he's not going to like you for that one. Yeah, probably not. I fi- I figure most people will hate me for for this pick. I think Cardinals because they get Goldschmidt, and they also here's here's the big big deal to me. They get Andrew Miller in the bullpen, and I yeah. think that is huge. Hmm. Um. I think that. You know, I think Andrew Miller was a huge reason why the Indians were able to uh, be so good the last couple of years and dominant in the playoffs. So I just – they were already good um, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't end up making the playoffs. They won 88 games, though. But I think yeah. adding Goldschmidt is huge because now they have a power bat in the middle of the lineup and they have a good first baseman. Yeah. And you have Andrew Miller who's – Probably one of the best, if not the best, um, relief pitchers in the game. Yeah. So I think that's huge. Um, I had Milwaukee Brewers next, which if I was going to pick a team to win the division other than the Cardinals, it would have been the Brewers. Um, Oof. I'm sorry, Cubs. Sorry. Sorry. That's two slaps to the face of all of our Cubs fans out there. But, you know, I think – I think the Cardinals and the Brewers are going to be close. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they're. I think the Brewers are going to build on last year. Also, they got uh, Grandal at uh, catcher, so they upgraded at catcher, which is always a plus. And then um, they also got several position players. Uh, um, so they made upgrades, and I think they got better. They didn't really lose anybody. You know, yeah. Yelich is the reigning MVP. So right. They're a solid team that I don't they think the Cubs are going to beat. Like they didn't, your big thing. They didn't really lose anyone. Yeah, they didn't lose anyone, and they added. Right. They, they added depth, and they added right where they needed. So, on paper, you don't see anything to kind of yep. take them out, which yep. was a factor in my decision, which we'll yep. get into. 
Yep. And then next I had the Cubs. Um, <laughs> the, the reason, like, the Cubs kept everybody. The Cubs definitely didn't get worse. But I question you, Darvish. I know some oh, people yeah, are. Oh, yeah, I do uh, as well. Some people are all on that, oh, you, Darvish, is having, you know, the best spring he's ever had. He's looked better than he ever has, which he's I'm like. feeling better sa- than he ever has. Says every athlete and every team coming into this season. Like, yeah. Come on. I've never felt better. I don't, really? I never, I never really buy that. I haven't heard I any it. athlete say that after coming from a ton of injuries. Yeah. He's had so many injuries. He's had issues tipping pitches. He. Mm-hmm. All around hasn't been good since he left the Rangers. No, yeah. So really. I question him, and then they're also putting a ton of faith in Cole Hamill, who I like, but also he's turning thirty-six. Yeah, he's getting up there. So he's an older pitcher, losing velocity. You don't want to rely on him, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they have Lester too, but Lester's I'm in, also getting up there. In yeah, age. I'm in the same boat. I the pitching staff for the Cubs is what holds me is what I think is going to hold them back yeah also they they've always kind of struggled with uh relievers too and they haven't yeah. really done anything to fix their reliever no problem. I know I agree the pitching staff for the Cubs really yeah makes me hesitant however yeah. I just think that they have too much talent but I'll get yeah. into that sorry you have I to mean, finish off your division think, go for it I think the Cubs do have could be slightly better then I think they could if mm-hmm. their if their bats are super consistent mm-hmm. all year because they did have some inconsistency with their uh, with their bats. They had guys go on a lot of cold streaks right. and like have some down years. So they they could have a much better year offensively. I could see that happening, mm-hmm. but it's just the pitching I can't see. Right. Then I picked Cincinnati, which I think Cincinnati actually low key could be pretty decent. Like they were already, they weren't terrible last year. They added Alex Wood and Sonny Gray which is solid if those two pan out. Yeah, Puig um, in the outfield. And then they got Puig in the outfield. So they actually have talent mm-hmm. on that team and could be solid. Yeah. And then last I put the Pirates because they're the Pirates and they're kind of going through their rebuild. Yeah. Yeah, I had those two at four and five respectively as well. Um, where I differ is I have the Brewers winning the division. I got Cubs number two. And I have Cardinals number three. I will okay. get into it a little bit more when we get into our uh, when we talk about our playoff predictions there. Mm-hmm. But the thing with the Brewers is, like you said, they didn't lose anybody and they just added depth. You know, yeah. so I see no reason to say they're not going to win the d- division. I think they're going to be fine. They have Christian Yelich coming back again, MVP last year. So when I look at the Brewers. Nothing jumps out at me to say, jump ship, they're not going to be as good or they're going to have a down year, you know. Yeah. I can't get behind that. Um, when I look at the looking at the Cubs, I have them at number two over the Cardinals. I just think they have more offensive firepower. That's, like my, that's my big thing yeah. there is I just think they have the offense that can make up for their lack of pitching staff, so to speak. Um, Still, I have them at number two. I don't think they're going to be able to beat Milwaukee just because the pitching for the Cubs has always been a concern. Yeah. Like, you, Darvish, that contract is going to kill them. Because mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says with the whole, I'm f- I'm feeling the best I've ever felt. Every player who's come off of injuries or a season where they keep, like, losing mm-hmm. always says that. Yep. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. Yeah. I mean – a lot of your ta- a lot of your points are the same thing that I was thinking when I was talking about the Cubs or deciding on the Cubs. I just I can't get behind the pitching staff as enough 
mm-hmm. and their offensive firepower is good. I don't think it sets them above the Brewers, though. Yeah. And I think flirting right behind them is the Cardinals. That's You have the Cardinals behind them? Yeah, I have, I have the Cardinals behind them, not by a lot, honestly. I see my prediction is that there's going to be more of a race for the number the number two spot in the division than the number one spot. I can see that. I think it's going to be like a one or two a one or two game difference between the Cubs and Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But I will give a little fast forward just so I can make sense of what I'm trying to say here for people. I do have them matched up in the wild card. Ooh, Ooh that's so, going to be exciting. I'm not saying like oh they're going to be racing for number two and not make the playoffs. No. Yeah. I'm saying their two and three is going to be in over the number two anywhere else. Okay. Just wanted to throw that out there so people stay with me here and don't go, no, 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 no. That's a pointless talking point. Yeah. But, yeah, and then Cincinnati at number four, Pittsburgh at five. Not really much to talk about there. Yeah. Um, I like what you were saying about the Reds. I still don't have faith in them. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have any. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be that close to. They the can top maybe go three. on a run. I just feel they're going to. They're going to be semi close to eighty wins because they picked up yeah. that talent. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think they're going to be. Right. In the same realm as the top three in that division. Yeah. And I then agree. I see Pittsburgh kind of bottoming out. Well, yeah, Pittsburgh's going to do that. They're. Yeah. So this I'm is really now we're now we're on to the division that is uh, near and dear to my heart, the home of my San Francisco Giants, yeah. the NL West. Another oh, picking this division one. pained me. It pained yeah, me because you couldn't pick the Giants, right? I, you know, I really, 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 really wanted to. Yeah, I so badly wanted to pick the Giants. I just, I just couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. Unfortunately, I couldn't either. Don't worry. Oh, I know you couldn't. <laughs> you, you would you would pick the Giants not to win it just just to annoy me. Well, I just don't think they're ready yet. Okay, I would pick yeah. them if I thought they were gonna be a good like. Okay, yeah. I shouldn't say gonna be a good team. I think they'll be fine, but you know what I no, mean. No, but I uh, I picked the Rockies to win the division. As did I. Because I can never pick the LA team to win the division. Yeah, it, it'll never happen. I don't really? care. I don't care if they're hands down the best talent of the. MLB, I will not pick them to win the division. Fair enough. Granted, the Rockies have very good bats. Uh, they have very promising young pitchers, uh, Marquez and Freeland. And then they also also obviously have uh, um, Arenado, Arenado the dude. locked up. And they play in course field, so that helps their, their offense. And then, yeah, their young pitchers, I think, were good last year. And, like, they looked really good when they, they made the playoffs. And they yeah. look good in the playoffs, and I think they're just going to build on that. I think last year was a great building year. They didn't really, they didn't lose anybody. I don't think there's any reason they can't improve. And then also, like the reason I picked it, I think they're the best. Like they have the least flaws. I will say, if they do have a weakness, it's relief pitching. Mm-hmm. They do, they do lack relief pitching. Yeah, but uh, we'll go on to the Dodgers, who. Uh, they gutted the outfield, and I'm not high on who they have in the outfield now. I don't think it's great. You know, it's it's definitely uh-huh. better than the Giants' outfield, but it's not good. Um, Kershaw, I think, is actually a question. Not, More not, lower back problems, you yeah. think? Well, he didn't pitch all, uh, you know, yeah. offseason and stuff, and he's been having all these issues. He had issues last year. Yeah. He's been having a lot of health issues recently. He's also Dude, he's got like chronic back. He's pain, also I north swear. of thirty, and 
you know, that's kind of what happens when pitchers hit 30, which he just hit. So you kind of start yep. breaking down. Mm-hmm. I, and if yes. he's been doing it before since when he uh, – wow, can't talk. Since, if he's been doing it before 30, yeah, probably going to continue and carry over and past like, 30. La- last season was one of his worst seasons, mm-hmm. and, like, he's been on this downward trend. And right. This isn't just a I hate the Dodgers. I just think Kershaw's on a downward trend. Yeah, well, he's back. And I don't like that rotation outside of Kershaw. Mm-hmm. So I then also have to question the uh, – the rotation. I think their infield is amazing, mm-hmm. but yeah, I question their their pitching. Um, yeah. Then next, I have the Giants third. As do I. I feel like uh, our division here is going to be the exact same. I think Mad Bum staying healthy is the key. And then he which leaves. Next he year. doesn't get no. No, he's never <laughs> leaving ever. Okay, I'm just saying. Never ever leaving. No, because Madbum always gets the stupid injury. He gets the, oh, I was riding a dirt bike and I, you know, fell off yeah. and broke a rib. Or, uh, oh, I was trying to make a play on a ball in, in uh, spring ball and ended up breaking my hand. So it's not like, uh, you know, normal pitching wear and tear. It's stupid no, injuries. So as long as he avoids those, I think he should be fine. Uh, I think he's going to carry that rotation he probably for will. a chunk of that season. They're not terrible they have some young pitchers in there mm-hmm. that are solid um it'll be interesting to see i'm hoping samarja can just hold out being decent. oh that's right i just want him to be decent he <laughs> just needs to be decent like you know three something era like even high threes is fine mm-hmm. but just just sub four that's all i want is the sub four era from him yeah because he just has to be a solid like fourth uh fourth guy mm-hmm and then also Quito, if Quito comes back from injury and actually ends up being decent, I think that could be a great help. They could also uh, – Bruce Bochy's retiring at the end of the season, so I could see them really going for it at the end of the season, trying to send him out with one last playoff appearance. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it will happen either. Much, Sorry, much bro. to my disappointment. Uh, fourth, I have the Padres. I don't think Manny Machado makes a huge impact right away. Um, I they don't really have Dude, much the Padres, in the way of pitching. Oh, I didn't. I got and them then, last in my division, just so we're clear. I picked the Diamondbacks because the Diamondbacks traded away Goldschmidt. They traded away um their DH. I forget his yeah. name. Yeah, well, this is yeah. just their DH or not? They they <laughs> traded away what's his name? Um, they traded away because he can't play D- defense anymore. So he's a DH for an AL team now. I'm I'm blanking on his that's name. That's fine. Either way, this that's but just how low I am on the Padres. That's f- I just think the the Diamondbacks are kind of giving up. And, and I, I think also the Diamondbacks a, will be sellers at the trade deadline. I have a bet with Kyle, so I have to really root against the Padres. Oh, what was your bet? Um, you know, I don't remember the exact I think it's like $10 or something. I said the Padres aren't a playoff team. He said they are. So yeah, they're, they're, well, they're not a playoff team. There's yeah, I don't no think way. they're a playoff team either. But he was like, they'll, they'll be in the playoffs. And I'm like, There's okay, no bet me, dude. Way There's no division. way. I think the one thing though is, uh, he said the we agreed that the wild card will count as the play as making the playoffs. Which looking back on that, I probably should have said no because I don't really. I think the wild card counts as making the playoffs because yeah. you're in the playoffs. I guess fair enough. We didn't really yeah. think about it honestly. Nick brought it up, and that's what made me go like. You know what? Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, there's no way they're winning the division. That would no, be there's no way. The the Padres are not making the playoffs. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. So what is what is your order for the NL West? 
Um, same as you, aside from I just flipped uh, Arizona and San Diego. Okay. Um, mo- I mean, once again, dude, you hit the nail on the head with what I was going to talk, like what I was thinking making this these decisions. <laughs> so, fine, you're saving my breath here, which right. I'm oddly running out of a lot right now. Um, <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, I put the Rockies number one. The Dodgers, I think they're going to start to... S- kind of slump and slow down and yeah slowly kind of fall fall from grace you know in that division i think that i think me so happy i think we're gonna start to see that happen nothing will bring me mostly because kershaw is like their best pitcher and also he's, he's signed to a massive contract yeah and he's got chronic back pain basically and yep the dude's body is like 80 years his body functions like it's 80 years old you'd think yeah um and then, yeah, Giants number three. I'm going to say that they'll flirt with the Dodgers there, but I ultimately don't think it'll make much of a difference because I don't have either of those two teams in. It'd make me happy if the Giants beat the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm sure it would. I would take that I just as a still win. think that the Dodgers have enough to stay above, ahead of them. I care more about beating the Dodgers in the division than I do about actually making the playoffs. Well, you know, sorry. C- continue, though. Yeah. Sorry. Um, then, yeah, I got Arizona at number four, and then Padres number five for no other reason than my bet with Kyle. And it's the Padres, which is just like, when I think of baseball, honestly, the last team that enters my mind is the Padres. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's like a rule in the MLB rule book that says the Padres can't be good. I also think you just hate the Padres because they, uh, they stole Machado from your White Sox. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah obviously, but <laughs> still. <laughs> I just, the Padres, I just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's right. The Padres are a team. Yeah. I just forget about them. And so, you know, looking at it and everything, yeah, Arizona lost some guys and moved the one guy. But mm-hmm. still, I don't think the Padres are good at all. So okay. I'm not picking the Padres to do better than last in that division. Okay. Well, now let's uh, let's get the playoffs. Actually, real quick. Or- I wanted to throw this out there because we're doing way too early predictions. I wanted to just throw a really bold prediction out there that I okay. mentioned to you earlier. So mm-hmm. this is my very way too early bold prediction. I, If I'm right, I swear I'm sending a copy of this podcast to MLB teams <laughs> and I'm going to get a job somehow. This is my prediction. If the Cubs don't win the World Series, John Madden leaves and goes and becomes the manager for the Angels. So so you think it's if they don't win so even like if they make the playoffs but they just don't win the World Series. I think it leaves? is boomer bust for him. So even if they make the World Series but they lose in the World Series, he's out. You see, I don't think they're making the World Series, but I think it's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm going to say it's all or nothing. And if it doesn't happen, then off to L.A. See, that'd be interesting. That'd be I very hope I'm interesting. Right. I really hope I'm right. That would be great if you're right. I have absolutely no, like, there is nothing that has tipped me off to this. I don't even think I, I've never even read. I haven't Usually, read, like, you read things about coaches I haven't read leave, anything. But you, yeah, I haven't this seen This is anything. just what I, this is just what I think. That's, That's that just, is, that, that is, is just what I think. He's going to just skirt on over to the Angels, but I'm going to coach. I coach yeah I, I hate saying manage even though he's a manager yeah i'm gonna go be the manager for the angels and mike trout and otani over there 
and they, I'm going to live in SoCal. So you think that means that the Angels will actually spend some money and get some free agents no. to try and push for it? No. So you think he's going to go manage the Angels as they're, they're like winning 85 games this season? He's going to go manage the Angels, and they're going to bring in aging talent. To and try then and just continue winning 85 games this season? Yeah. We, for, we're, for obviously, I'm kind of half-joking with this part here. I'm not as serious. I have... If if he if this if this prediction comes true, yeah, I think the Angels will actually go out and spend and try and build a team, which they always should have done because they have yeah. the best player of this generation. Right. Yeah. No. So I think if if it actually happens where he ends up over there, yeah, then they'll probably actually spend, and they'll probably be more. Even though you'd think L.A. would be an attractive uh, free agent spot to begin with, the Dodgers are the L.A. team people want to go to. I think yeah. he'll at least. Give them more of like a. The Angels are kind pitch. of like the Clippers. You're like, oh yeah, yeah they're, they're in little LA brother too. They're yeah. little brother. Yeah, just kind of what it is. All right, so let's uh, let's go to playoffs. Yeah, we'll talk playoffs now. So uh, for AL playoffs, I have uh, Houston as division winner, main playoffs. Uh, Boston Red Sox, Cleveland Indians. Then my my wild cards are both uh, AL East. AL East teams. I went Yankees and I went Rays. I think both of them will end up winning enough games okay. to make the playoffs. My, uh, you know, this is going to sound really lazy of me, but my American League playoff prediction is literally the exact same as it was last year. And I hate Solid. that. You have no idea. How, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I actually know. You were you heard how bothered yeah. I was by the fact that I – I couldn't convince myself to make anything different from what it was last year. I just couldn't. Yeah. I don't think the I think the Rays are still a year away. And well, I don't I don't think the I think the Rays end up getting beaten the wild card. I don't think they go far, but I think they win enough games. I think they're creative enough that they end up making it. Yeah. I think they scrap together just enough games to make it. I couldn't. Oh man, it bothered me because I really didn't want to throw out the exact same playoff teams as last year but that's pretty much all like that's what my mind was settled on when I and I kept looking over and I kept trying to look at places where I can make a change and I just I have more faith in Oakland than the Rays and you obviously are vice versa yeah so um, yeah unfortunately there's I did I really didn't change anything okay which uh, is kind of annoying yeah. but oh well my uh my NL so I have the Cardinals making it Obviously, because I have them winning the division. Right. And I'm sure I'm going to get a ton of hate for that. Um, I have the Rockies making it as a division winner. And then mm-hmm. I have Philly making this division winner. Then for my wild card, I went Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. Obviously, because I think they're just like you said, they haven't lost anything. They're building. And I think they could definitely go far in the playoffs. Right. And then I also picked the Atlanta Braves, your other division mm. winner. I picked them making the playoffs in the wild card. Okay. I um for my national league I have the division winners as the Braves, Brewers and Rockies. Mm-hmm. No particular order there. Yeah. I'll put you know I'll put the Brewers as number 1, Rockies number 2, Braves number 3. And then my wild card. This is one I'm actually excited about. I picked the Cardinals and Cubs. Okay. The nice uh, big division rivalry. That's going to be a huge wild card game. Oh, yeah, it'll be a big one. I think it'll be exciting um, if it happens, obviously. I'm saying this like yeah. this is happening. Um, yeah, no, that was that my – that's my wild card t- matchup right there. 
I haven't decided on which is the better wild card team, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that's a coin flip. I don't want to go out on the record with that. But uh, I'll pick the Cubs over the Cardinals. I put the, it in my car- division thing. Why am I the, saying it? The Cardinals got Andrew Miller. He's going to lock down that. He's, they're going to get the lead early, and then Andrew Miller. Well, yeah, going to no, lock they might that win down and hold that. I didn't. I didn't decide on a winner in that one. Oh. I meant like I don't know who's going to be the higher seeded wild card team. I meant. Oh. Yeah, well, you kind of actually did pick that. Yeah, I know. Okay. I, yeah, I, I backtracked th- I on that. I thought you were saying who's going to win. Yeah, I ba- I backtracked on that. I was like, well, I picked the Cubs, so I don't know why I said. I would say I would. I, I would decided. pick St. Louis to win that. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do it to them. I'm going to pick the Cardinals to win that one too now. Yeah, because, I mean, I just come down to – But the Cubs rocked the... Andrew Miller in the World Series. That's true, but Andrew Miller can get revenge. He could. That he dude, very, that he very well could. We'll see. We'll right. see. So this isn't set you... in stone, but it might as well be because we said it, so make yeah. it happen, MLB. We, we, we can get it tattooed. <laughs> that, that's how that's how positive yeah, we are on that. I'm not tattooing anything from this episode on my body, <laughs> other than maybe one of my Cy Young predictions. That's the only thing I would go and blindly put on my body. <laughs> Your Cy Young prediction? Yeah. Well, before we get to the Cy Young, let's do. Uh, so, who who do you have in the World Series, and who do you have winning it? My World Series matchup: I got Rockies versus the Yankees, and I have the Rockies okay. walking away with it. For Thank no other reason that I am such a big Arenado fan that I really am going to put that much faith in him and the Rockies to just pull it off. Okay. So I went uh, I went Houston Astros okay. versus the St. Louis Cardinals. Goodness, Again, dude. Chicago fans are going to kill me. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I might not be alive tomorrow. Nah, you'll after, be fine. After this podcast goes you'll up. You'll be fine. Uh, and then I have – I. I have Houston winning it, though. I have Houston, Houston winning. winning it. Yeah. I wanted to give it to the Rockies. I've just... I wouldn't mind I, the Rockies For the last couple it. years, I feel like the Rockies have been that team that's been on the outside looking in, and yeah. I think this is the year where everything clicks. I mean, Arenado just signed his big deal, so I think there's yeah. going to be some added motivation coming in there. Mm-hmm. I just... I, I think they've got... I think they have enough to pull it off. Yeah. Especially if they're going to be going up, as I have it, the Yankees coming from the wild card. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm hoping that the uh, – I'm also hoping that the National League will win the All-Star game so then they'll host. They'll have home yeah. field advantage, which I think is kind of a stupid way to decide that. Yeah, but yeah, at I the same like, time, it's kind of hard to de- – how are you going to decide it, though? Well, I feel like you'd take best record between the two. That's fair, but they also got to have best record, and you got to go to tiebreakers and yada, yada, yada. I feel like it at least makes the— It makes the All-Star game I worth something. I feel like something. it makes the All-Star game worth something so players actually play harder. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, I want to I win this because if my yeah. team makes the— uh, The only issue I draw is, like, say in this situation, even though I still think the Yankees will have a better record than the Rockies— I just think that's how good the Yankees and Red Sox are. Yeah, that's fair. I think they're just going to be like the Yankees. If the Red Sox weren't in that division, the Yankees run away with it, in my opinion. But yeah. Um. So this so, let's, theoretically, let's say this. So let's say the Rockies have like 105 wins, and yeah. the Yankees have like 93, and the American League wins the All Star Game. I don't think it's fair that a 93 win team gets home field advantage mm-hmm. now over a 105 win team. 
That is fa- that's a that's a fair point. I I feel like it's not that difficult to if they do if it does come down to them having the same record, um, the MLB has it in them to find tiebreakers. Although at the same point though, and they play each other like, during the year. Yeah, but I could almost I would actually like if they changed it to your record versus that team in the regular season. I yeah, like that, that could would be cool because I just feel yeah. like it could be kind of because, like, if you have a team like, you know, Houston is in the same division as Texas, let's, let's say Texas just totally bombs out mm-hmm. and only wins, you know, 15 games. Like, they're absolutely horrible. <laughs> they're like Historically the, they're, bad. They're like the Astros, like, of what is it, eight years ago, ten years ago when the Astros were absolutely terrible. They were bad. Like, it kind of – because you, you play the teams in your division more, so you right. kind of get a bonus from that. So you could get, you could easily get five mm-hmm. extra wins based off having an absolutely agree. awful team in your division. And like the Yankees have like a totally stacked division. Yeah, I I agree. I just think it's a more clear cut and kind of less, uh, I guess, controversial way to decide home field advantage. That's fair. Although I do I do have a question though. You really think the Yankees are going to make the World Series? Yeah. Considering their – I'm just saying why I don't like the Yankees in the playoffs. Their lineup is kind of boom or bust because they're mm-hmm. all home run hitters. So mm-hmm. they're either going to hit home runs or they're going to strike out, which makes me very nervous in the playoffs. Right. In the regular season, I think that works and can win you games. But I think in the playoffs, that can definitely hurt you. Mm-hmm. And then also, yeah, don't trust the pitching. I don't I, trust the I pitching. Hear, yeah. and like when you get to like five, the five six game series, like I don't know if they're gonna be able to pull it off. I hear you with that one. I just um, I just have a weird feeling that they're gonna like the, if there's a team that's gonna catch fire going into the playoffs, it's gonna be the Yankees. Not Houston or the Red Sox. Well, I think Houston. Like if Houston and the Red Sox catch fire. Cool. I think the Yankees will benefit, like you said, their boomer bust lineup is going to be, I think, a like if they're on fire, that is a difference maker right there. Yeah. I just think they get screwed by they have to play Verlander, and Verlander is not going to let them hit home runs. Fair. But That's just that's just where I made my prediction. That's fair enough. So let's go on to, uh, to Cy Young. Cy Young. Who you got for your Cy Young? Um, who, who are you? What Cy Young prediction are you getting tattooed on your body tomorrow? Okay, that's not actually getting tattooed on me. <laughs> Chris Sale winning the Cy Young is what I think is the most shoe-in. Okay. Because, honestly, if Chris Sale was healthy last year, I think he was winning it. He had the numbers despite injury to yeah. give himself to like be in consideration. Mm-hmm. He just didn't have as many games, you know, so it kind of skewed him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I also think Chris Sale has been a Cy Young caliber. I think he's been a snub pretty much every year since yeah. he really broke out because when he was with the White Sox, it was always his win-loss record that held him back. Mm-hmm. Even though I think win-loss is a terrible measure yeah. for, like, a pitcher to, like, Especially judge a pitcher on. Especially when you're on crappy teams. Especially when you're on, when you're on a White Sox team that if you if you give up two runs, you're losing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how many times Quintana, when he was there, got no decisions because he would give up one run. Yeah. But the offense isn't there. Mm-hmm. So I think healthy Chris Sale, which I'm assuming he's going to be healthy this year, is going to win. I think he's going to win the Cy Young easy. Okay. 
What about your NL? Uh, this one was harder for me to decide on. I ended up going with Aaron Nola. Okay. I think he's going to have a big year here, and this is going to be like his real breakout year now. Okay. And so I, I see him winning the Cy Young. I just – I was this is the t- the three I was bet- uh, between was Nola, Degrom, and Scherzer, and I feel like if anyone's going to get some benefit from being a fresh name, it's going to be Nola. Degrom won it last year, so mm-hmm. that could come and be like, well, do we have to give it to him another year if he even pitches to that again? Yeah. So I gave it to Nola just kind of because he's a fr- he'll be like a new face at the Cy Young voting, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people are going to look at that and be like, oh well, yeah. That'll benefit him because there's yeah. not going to be any kind of a, what's the word I'm looking for? You said it earlier to uh, me. Voter, voter fatigue. Voter fatigue, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, I I chose for the AI is going to make you mad. So I, not because I don't think Chris Sale is going to end up deserving it. I think he'll probably, I think definitely he's in the conversation. And yes, I think he, should he probably will have a very valid argument for winning it and probably mm-hmm. should win it. I just think there's so much talent that Boston um, team yeah. that that kind of almost hurts him. He he almost is screwed by teams. Like the White Sox, there was no talent. So they're like, oh, yeah, you have so many losses because, you know, now your team is you terrible. You have too much talent. It makes it too easy yeah. on you. Yeah, I think that's kind of the argument. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that for whatever reason, the voters just don't like Chris Sale. Yeah. I think he might have pissed more people off than he thought with his uh, cutting of the jerseys a couple of years <laughs> yeah. ago. But uh, so, so I, petty of him, but I ended up deciding to go. I think, I think Verlander is going to have a very good year. Verlander, really? And I think, I think because he's old enough, and I th- or older, um, I think everybody's going to get super hyped on on Verlander and start talking. I feel like it's going to be a talking point throughout the Fair season. Enough. I can see it. Verlander's yeah, I pitching see where you're great. From there. And I feel like it's going to like be be beaten to so many people's heads about, "Oh, Houston's great and Verlander's so good this year." Yeah. And this is really capping off the resurgence of Verlander's career. And I think at the end it could put him very well in the like end up winning the Cy Young. So Fair that's enough. that's kind of my my prediction there. I can Verlander. see what you're saying there. Like the big thing is how just it would be huge to talk about. Yeah. I, they, just, the I feel like it's going to be it. the storyline. They would love it. Yeah. Thirty whatever year old Verlander. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if it's like even like a tie kind of thing between yeah. him and Chris Sale, I think he's going to get it because yeah. that storyline. I feel like Chris Sale has to go above and beyond, like indisputable, and I don't know if he's going to be quite like that much of a notch above everybody else. Well, I hope he is. The I, dude deserves it. I, I thought he, he should have won it that year when he set it. the record for most 10-plus strikeout games. Yeah. He could have even – he deserved to win it last year, yeah. honestly. Dude, they got something um, against him. I swear, they have something against him, the voters. It kind of feels like they do. And then your National League, though? Uh, so my National that. League. So uh, this one, yeah. So I there was only two people I really considered for this one. One of them was uh, Nola. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, I think he's finally going to be healthy for the first time in two years because um, he's finally going to avoid freak accidents, knock on wood. He's not going to get, uh, you know, break any ribs on a dirt bike or anything. And uh, I think Bumgarner is going to finally win his Cy Young. Yeah, that should – if no one knew where that was going after the dirt bike. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, no, I think I think Bumgarner is going to have a great year for the Giants. Uh, I think this is probably one of the last years where Posey is going to be the catcher. I think they're going to move Posey out to first base pretty soon mm-hmm. in the next couple of years. And so I think this is, you know, one of Bumgarner's last opportunities to work with Posey. And I think he's going to end up getting the Cy Young this year because I think he's going to end up pitching lights out. Okay. So that is that is my prediction is Bumgardner. My my other one I debated about was Nola. I could see Nola being very good and being in the discussion. Yeah. Okay, I see. I'm going to say that was a little bit of a homer pick for you as well. A little bit. Just a little yeah. bit. It's okay. He's, he's only my favorite player in baseball. Yeah, I know. We all we all have him. Don't worry which, about it. Which granted, as a as a small shout out, Ichiro has retired. Yeah. Now following the series in japan mm-hmm. and i just want to give a shout out i absolutely love ichiro like ichiro is, is my all-time favorite player i actually really remember, yeah i know not a giant. i do like ichiro when no. i was in little league some of my teammates called yeah. me ichiro because i was fast it was nice. kind of funny so i naturally like ichiro yeah i also no, he was one of the first baseball games i ever remember going to was to a seattle mariners game mm-hmm. in uh in the mariner stadium i want to I don't remember who they were playing, but I know Ichiro stole home, and it was insane. Yeah, the stadium went crazy, and I I like remember like being really little. Asked my dad like, "What happened?" And he's like, "Ichiro stole home," and so I've just I've always loved Ichiro. Fair so enough. So Ichiro has a special place in my heart. So yeah. I'm sad to see him go. He had a great but, uh, career. He though. had an amazing career. He had a great career. Easy first ballot Hall of Famer. Oh, hands down. Still has that big arm at 45. At 45, thrown all the way across yep. his body, across from yeah. the outfield to uh, third base. Yeah. Congrats on quite the career, Ichiro. Yep. Give our podcast a listen sometime. That would be great. But, but uh, let's, yeah. let's wrap up MLB talk with uh, MVPs, who you got for your MVPs. So my National League MVP, I didn't even think twice about this one. I picked Nolan Arenado. I didn't think that was difficult at all, especially considering I have the Rockies winning their division, so I Mm -hmm. think that'll only help his case. Um, Arenado has been a consistent 300-plus batter, Mm 30-plus home runs, 100-plus RBIs, you know, the the standard for MVP production. So I think this is the year he gets it. Mm -hmm. That's just – plus I think he's got this big contract now that's going to kind of light a fire in him, and I think he's going to play even better and – I, I just I think this is finally the year he gets it. I thought he should have got it over Bryant the uh, sixteen I think it was sixteen yes. or seventeen. Yeah, I think it's sixteen. Either way, I thought he should have got it over him, but he didn't. Oh well. Mm-hmm. I think Arenado gets it this year. I honestly didn't think twice. I had that pretty much made up in my mind when we decided to do this for the podcast. Yeah, that was the first thing that came to my mind. I was like Arenado MVP, and then right behind that, Chris Sale Cy Young. Okay. Um. My American League, this is where I'm going to – my American League pick's a little different. I, I'm i going with Alex Bregman from Houston. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he had a breakout year, I would say, last year. I mean, 51 doubles, 31 home runs, 103 RBIs, huge jump in production. So I, I think he's going to continue on that trend, and I think they're going to – he got some MVP votes last year. Mm-hmm. Not, not any first place votes. I don't think so. No. Or no, he might have actually. I'm thinking of the wrong. Christian Yelich was the 29 out of 30 votes. So never mind. Bregman, yeah. he got he got some votes. I think this year 
following his breakout year, he's going to continue to kind of rise, you know, through the MLB rankings. Mm-hmm. And I can see him winning the MVP this year. I wanted, or I, I didn't, I didn't want to give it to Mike Trout because I felt like that was lazy, especially yeah. with my American League playoff prediction. But I think honestly, it's between Bregman and Trout, and I'm going to give it to Bregman just because new name, new face of the MVP. Yeah. So. Hopefully he plays to it, and I'm right here because I think that'd be pretty dope. Uh, he had a huge year last year, so poll and form, I really, really do think that he can win MVP this year, especially with the production last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at it, he played two more games. He had, uh, oh boy, I'm going to do math, 12 more home runs, 32 more RBIs, uh, 12 more doubles, mm. and then 12 more hits. Yeah, that's, that's so impressive. I, yeah, I just think uh, he's in for MVP year this year. Yeah, no. So I also went uh, Nolan Arenado for NL. Okay. I just I feel like this year in the NL it just makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's kind of set up to, for it. Yeah. I feel like at least going into the season he's kind of the he should be like the favorite for this. I just yeah, think he's kind of above everybody else, and then. For my AL, obviously, I think tr- Mike Trout should pretty much win it every year. Yeah, but he you can't. Know, you can't give it to him. But he can't win it every year. year. Yeah, you can't do that. But, I mean, I'm going to say at the end of the season, there will be a very good argument for Mike Trout to win mm-hmm. it. But I think in the end, it's it's actually kind of funny. I, I'm going with a teammate of your your MVP. Oh, yeah? I'm going uh, Carlos Carrera, the shortstop oh, for Correa, Houston. Yeah. Correa, yeah. Yeah, I think. Okay, yeah, I could see yeah. that too. Because he's he's a great hitter, and then he also is a guy who's going to steal bases. And he's stuff. a good so infielder like too. Yeah, he's a great shortstop. Houston's so got a lot of good. He's going to have gold glove defense. They got good infielders yeah. in Houston. Yeah. Okay, I like that one. Yeah. I'm still going to give it to Bregman just because. But that's fair. It makes sense. I could see it going either way with those two. I can honestly see it going to Altuve too. If we're being honest, <laughs> being honest, I can see that. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna be honest, I can see those guys being yep. like one, three, I, and four. I almost, or one, yeah, yeah. Part of me almost one, wonders if they, uh, if they like cannibalize themselves a little bit in the voting. Mm-hmm. They split the vote too much amongst themselves. Yeah, they're like, oh, we can't. I could see that Trout. happening. Yeah, no, I could see. I that could happening. see them splitting the vote and that letting Trout win it or something. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, Houston so loaded. Yeah, their infield is good. I swear, so so good. Yeah, but fair enough. I can yeah. I could agree. I could get behind the Correa pick. Obviously, I'm going to go Bregman, but I yeah. see exactly where you're coming from. He's been a consistently good player, mm-hmm. good shortstop, good hitter. Yeah. I mean, he does everything well. Yeah. So there. And I think this could be a year where he yeah, just, especially he if pops he takes a few more homers, yeah, just a slight a jump in production, and... you know. And I could easily see it happening. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, no, that'll do it for MLB predictions then. Yeah, I think up next we got a uh, quick hits. Yeah, I got my quick hits for you here. They're all. It wouldn't be this podcast if we didn't bring some NFL talk in. So these mm-hmm. are all NFL quick hits here for you, yep. just because they were the easiest things to come up with. Okay. For me. All right. Kicking it off here. Number one. What do you think the trade return is for Josh Rosen? Ooh. That's a good question. Josh Rosen. I'm going to be honest. I think it should be a first. I don't don't, know. No way. I don't know. I think. 
I don't think it'll end up being less than like a second and a third. Mm-hmm. Well, I right think now they have to at least get a second or a third. The rumor like a that second I saw and a third together to, today to is that the it. Giants th- they didn't give full details, just that a second round pick wasn't was involved in a trade proposal. Yeah. Um, I feel like you got to throw in like a third round pick too, yeah. or you got to throw in a player. Yeah, they're not getting. I don't think the Cardinals have much negotiating power that others might think. Only because this is my thought process. If it is a foregone conclusion that they're drafting Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. that means every GM knows that they're going to want to move Rosen before the draft. Yeah. So once once you know that like they're looking to move him, you kind of start to lose your negotiating power because yeah. like okay fine you hold him, so now you have two young guys a, fir- a rookie and then a second year quarterback. Yeah. You're kind of messing with one of them. Yeah. And their return is only going to go lower because you have no reason to ask for more. Yeah. And I'm so, going to be honest. I actually I like Rosen. So do I. I don't think he's nearly – I think he looked bad last year. He's on a bad team. But that's only – and they had 11 offensive linemen get injured. Yeah. He that was, doesn't even happen in the NFL normally. Yeah. Like there were – you know, on the Pat McAfee show, they had like two of the different offensive linemen come on the show and like mm-hmm. uh, Pat McAfee asked him about it. And he's like – both of them were like, yeah – we had guys off the street come in and play. Like, yeah. that that's who was playing O line for him. That like, like never happens. Yeah. It's crazy. And so he didn't he didn't get a I think he didn't get really a fair rep, but Yeah. I just don't think Plus outside of Larry Fitzgerald, there's not much yeah. I just don't receiver. think that there's much negotiating power for yeah. the Cardinals because teams know that if they if this is yeah. a for sure thing that Rosen's on the block and Murray is what they is gonna be their pick at number one overall. Teams know that they have to move him. So be like, we have no reason to offer you more because yeah. you have to get rid of him. Yeah. Like the smart thing to do would be to get rid of him. So you know yeah. that just hurts the trade value. So mm-hmm. I could see no higher than a second-round pick. I would yeah. say a two and a four. Mm, I could see that. Or a two in like a decent player. Yeah. No, I think – I think he'll be good wherever he ends up going. I think if a team can get him for a second and a, mm-hmm. and a fourth or something like that, it's a steal. Give him his fresh start because he kind of got the yeah. butt end of and the if, stick there. And if there. he could go like, sit behind uh, Eli for the year, yeah. they let Eli take all those big hits as they rebuild, yeah. like, go for that. Another team in talks was the Patriots. But I can see that. The only, one that, really, the only one that tears. really jumped out was the Giants because that yeah. was one where they said that the Giants supposedly, and this is yeah very – Although, recent rumor, so you have no idea how accurate they are. I think it was from Adam Schefter, though, so it's mm-hmm. got some weight to it. But Although they said the Giants offered if, like a second. If I am correct, the, the Patriots do have a ridiculous amount of picks in like the top 100 picks. Oh yeah, they do. Like they have they have a stockpile of yeah. second and third round picks. Yeah. So I could definitely see them parting with a second and a third or something. You yeah, packaging the picks together. Yeah, it I would make. I think that they would have be two a, first round. Actually, no, don't quote me on that. Never mind. I'm going to retract that I don't statement. think they have two first-round picks, but yeah. I think they pick really early in the second round. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your What's your next quick hit? The next one, speaking of the Patriots, I'm pretty sure you can see where this is going to go. Fun. Where does Gronk rank all-time at the tight end position? Ooh. Ooh, that's, that's hard. Oh, that's so hard. Because I see the argument for number one. I, I do. I definitely see the argument. I think he's been the most dominant tight end yeah. of all time. The um, reason I can't give him number one is longevity. And I get it that on, uh, he was on track to break all of the tight end records. Yeah. 
but the th- fact is he wasn't he-, he couldn't stay healthy enough yeah. to do it. And longevity is a part of the game. Yeah. Unless you put up crazy, and I mean crazy, like record-breaking mm-hmm. numbers, aside from his single-season touchdown record. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, you have to put up a ton of crazy numbers, which, fair enough, he did, but he didn't come close to, like, career records. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's the thing. Yeah, well, it's kind of like like Jerry Rice is the best wide receiver ever because his stats are so much better than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. He did it for so much longer, and that's part of what makes Jerry Rice like the all-time goat at wide receiver yeah. is because he did it longer than everybody. Like, no one can imagine a wide receiver doing it as long as he did. Right. So, yeah, I think – I still think he's up there top three, though. Cause, oh, no, he's definitely top three. When, when I'm just off the top of my head, I'm going – Tony Gonzalez. Number one, yeah. It's probably number one. I'm going to say Gronk and Antonio Gates are right there for number two. Yeah, that was exactly what I was thinking. That would be where I would put it. And I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, because Antonio Gates is still, you know, playing. But granted, the last, you know, three, four years, he really hasn't been. Right. He really He's he's only in sub packages and, like, you know, he goes in for the end zone stuff. Yeah. so Throughout could, his career, Gates has been yeah, great. He's could, just at that point yeah. now. I could see the argument for for Gronk. I think I can see second yeah. all time. I think he definitely is the most dominant tight end we've ever seen. Yeah, the game, I just longevity is a part of the game, and so yeah, yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with kind of that hinder like hurting the argument at number yeah. one overalls because you have to be healthy to play. Mm-hmm. It's great and all that you were that good when you were on the field, but you couldn't stay on the field and that's yeah. a part of the game and that's a part that's going to hurt your career sorry yeah that's just how it is mm-hmm. i definitely would put him in the top three about the same as you probably number two yeah i think number two is about where he should go yeah and then uh so my third one here it's a it's a fun one i would say um so you're bringing an expansion team into the nfl oh boy what city are you putting it in and why oh what city I'm putting? So I'm trying to think. Okay. You obviously got to go with somewhat of a bigger city. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think small market works great for NFL. No. Uh, my first reaction was almost Portland, but I think Portland would reject it. It's I too mainstream. Yeah. Port- <laughs> too mainstream. That literally, Portland is keep Portland weird. Like, they want baseball in Portland, and they love soccer in Portland. I don't – and they love the Blazers in Portland. I Part of what makes me want to choose Portland is how much they support those teams. Mm-hmm. But then I also question whether or not they do the same for uh, the NFL. Yeah. Because I think, I think you know, Portland just has that almost just weirdness and that kind of we're too good for you kind of attitude a little bit. Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like, hmm. Because I'm also a lot of t- the places coming are like college towns, and I don't know how great they would be. Yeah, I could see uh, San Antonio being an interesting place. To put okay, in the NFL team. All right, not I could see that. Not opposed to it. Um, I think maybe actually I would go uh, San Diego. Give the fans back a team. Really. 
I think the because fa- I think the fans actually liked. I think the only reason San Diego left what had nothing to do with the fan base that had mm-hmm. to do with the, the owner being stupid about not wanting. Yeah, to no, pay fans money didn't want to lose San Diego. Yeah, I feel like it was just stupid stadium stuff where the owner was like, "Oh, I don't want to pay money." Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. Uh, they didn't want to lose them. They didn't yeah. say, "Hey, leave." They couldn't agree to financing the new stadium. Yeah, which I, I don't think there's anything wrong with yeah. the fans and the people of San Diego not wanting to pay higher taxes for it. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually I think I'm gonna go with that. I think I'm gonna bring so bring, bring, bring one it back, back to, to San, San Diego. Diego. Okay, interesting. Um, honestly, when I was thinking about this, for whatever reason, I just thought like bring a football team to Canada. Ooh, that would be so. I think that would be an NFL thing to do, like Toronto. I like I like that's a good. I wasn't even thinking. I was like honestly that. thinking I was like thinking Toronto. US. And then I like if not that. Toronto, I was trying to think of one of like the like Kentucky or like one of the southern states where football is like a big deal, you know? Mm. But I just can't think of anywhere that has the population for it. Like I guess maybe Louisville, but Yeah. Still no, you know what I mean? So I was yeah, really. I was leaning towards Toronto just because they have a baseball team. Mm-hmm. I mean, Toronto I think would support a football team. Yeah, no, I could, I could see that would be fun. I actually, I like the idea of a football team in. Uh, in so Toronto. yeah, I was pro, I, like I was, that. I was kind of leaning towards Toronto, and that's like honestly that. what I'd that's probably a, go with. I'd try and pitch it to one. Toronto, be like, hey, do you guys want a football team? Yeah, because the NFL is a big deal. Yeah. So. Yeah, I like, I like the Toronto one. Yeah, the other one. Yeah, I'd bring it. I think I'd bring it back to San Diego. Cool, cool. Yeah, that'll do it for our quick hits then. Yep. So now uh, let's get a quick uh, recap of March Madness in. It breaks my heart to, yeah. re- to see March Madness. Yep, it, it kind of does. Yeah, for those who uh, didn't know, my bracket's over. Yeah, my bracket's uh, not quite as over as Mills, but it's, uh, Half it's, over, it's basically. pretty close. I, it's, Villanova uh, got blown out by Purdue. Yeah, was Vill- not good for us. They were going to be my champ. Um, sadly, I was so, so sad to see – the Tennessee Iowa go to overtime and then Iowa lose in overtime. Yeah, I had that. Iowa I, I had Iowa winning overtime. They stopped oh, doing what was working. They stopped I using know. their big men. It was so painful to me. I was so disappointed. I'm like, like come on, just do it, just do like, it. Come, come on, on, come pull on, it come off, on, please. My bracket yeah. was done. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that so that that kind of sucked. I yeah. mean, the Auburn was. You know, they barely beat New Mexico State. They beat New Mexico State by one point. I'm like, oh, yeah, Auburn's done, obviously. They're playing no. Kansas. Kansas will wipe the floor with them. Yeah, they, they doubled their score at halftime. I'm sitting there going, yeah, that, well, the, the games what that the heck? day were bad. Yeah. Those Saturday games were bad. Yeah. Um, the exciting one that also kind of irritates me quite a bit was the Duke-UCF. Of course. Okay, I'm going to say it right now. Zion should never have been sent to the line on the – on the free throw attempt at the end, mm-hmm. and there should have never been a foul called on Taco there. Yeah. I I strongly disagree with that. And the two Duke guys pushed the UCF defenders to get the rebound. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I, I take issue with how the last, like, 10 seconds of that game went. Yeah, I think there were some calls that went Duke's way because they're Duke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So I think UCF should have been walking out of there with a win. It would have been so, life goes so on. amazing if UCF did. Uh, they had their chance. They missed the they missed the layup and then the rebound. Unfortunately, and they still had yeah. their chance to do it. They just couldn't. They came really close. The ball went in and out, but 
Yep. I don't think that Zion should have ever been on the free throw line to begin no. with. No, I shouldn't have. I got to give a shout out to uh, my number twelve Oregon Ducks. Yeah, still being in the tournament, lowest seed still in the tournament. Let's yeah. go. They're Let's the Cinderella go. team, so I got to be rooting for them. Well, actually, no, I'm still rooting for Michigan State. Yeah, well, my Oregon's playing those those lights out defense, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm hoping they ride that to uh, a win over Virginia. That would make me happy. Yeah, that'd make me very yeah, happy. Yeah, let I mean, let them ride it through, bro. Honestly. My bracket's done. I don't Although, care anymore so, as long as it's uh, not Duke UNC. Yeah, so, well, so I know I know your Villanova's done. So do you still have Gonzaga? Make, do you still think Gonzaga's going to make the championship? Yeah, but I don't really care anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, but who do you uh, who do you have making the championship instead of Villanova? Who do you think? I'm going to give it to Purdue. Purdue. Yeah, I'm going to go Purdue since they beat Nova. I'm going to give it to the team that knocked out Nova. Interesting. Okay. I see. Who do you think wins between Purdue and Gonzaga? I'm going to go Gonzaga. I had a weird feeling about Gonzaga at the start of the year, and I really wanted to pick them over Villanova, but my bracket name kind of was was like, I have to pick Villanova. So, yeah, I'm Uh going to give it to Gonzaga there. But at this point, I'm all in on upset after upset after upset. Not that there's much because there's no – there's. 12. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, 12 the, seed Oregon left, and that's yeah, about there's, it. Yeah, there's 12 seed Oregon. Otherwise, the lowest seed is four Virginia Tech and four Florida State. Yeah, so there's not really upsets anymore. Yeah, no, it's pretty, pretty well, much all the way I through. I am rooting for Michigan State now to pull it off, at least knock out Duke. Yeah, I desperately want Tennessee to lose, mostly because I just want – uh, Nick's bracket and Coach Bob's bracket to be destroyed. Yeah, that would be good. That's that's what I'm rooting for there. That would be good. But uh, I think that does it for us here at. Yeah, uh, no running story, unfortunately. Yeah, not unfor- much. Yeah, we're we're in an awkward period we between tried. outdoor track and indoor track. So there's not there's not much going on right now. Yeah, so we'll have to wrap it up there. Take yep. it away, Cole. Yep. So uh, go ahead and follow us at Beards Bros on Twitter and then follow us on Facebook. Again, if you have any suggestions for us on uh, topics you want in the podcast or anything, we're always happy to listen. So uh, be sure to let us know and uh, have a good night, guys. Yeah. Take it easy, guys.